I'm James Walker, and this is Real Talk, Real People. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. I want to talk today uh, about being a senior citizen, specifically a senior citizen who lives on Social Security retirement. You know, when I was a columnist writing for the New Haven Register, I wrote about the challenges uh, that senior citizens faced. And I did this in earnest after a senior citizen who was 71 years old, desperately job hunting and couldn't get a job. And as he wrote to me, it didn't matter that he had the qualifications. It didn't matter that he had the stamina it did none of these things mattered what mattered was that he was 71 years old and a lot of seniors find themselves in that same situation you're judged by your age and not by your capabilities and it is becoming a real problem for senior citizens if just today's times kind of remind me of a column i once wrote and essentially, the column was stay, uh, stay, saying that for too many senior citizens, they're getting to the end of their life and finding that the only thing that they have is a 10 cup begging for help. And I have always found that to be a problem. And I find it to be a problem for a very simple reason. As a senior citizen, I have worked approximately 45 years of my life, maybe 50. And in fact, not even maybe 50, 50 when you consider that I worked as a teenager. And, you know, you get to the end and find there really isn't much value in your golden years. And when I say not much value, I, I am talking about financial. I am talking about your financial stability. It was really a shock to me, even though I had written about this many times, and, and even though senior citizens have been talking about this for eons, it seems, I was really not prepared for the financial shock. You have this limited income, and everything around you, in terms of prices, has exploded way beyond what your income can really tolerate. And this was like this before the pandemic, but since the pandemic, it has just skyrocketed everything, food, rent, electricity, cable. There is nothing that hasn't skyrocketed way past what Social Security pays in retirement. Now, yeah, we can go with the, well, it's all your fault. You know, you were supposed to save for retirement. It's over nonsense. Now, don't fall for that. Okay, really, don't fall for that. The vast majority of people who did not save for retirement couldn't save for retirement. And if you don't believe that, listen to the conversation right now about raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour. I mean, so, you know, you hear 
on the morning shows and the evening shows, these financial experts telling you, you know, save this portion of your income, save this for retirement, et cetera, et cetera. But if the money isn't there, you can't save for retirement. And as a baby boomer, for a large percentage of baby boomers, we worked on an era when it became me, the me generation. And what happened? Wages were uh, frozen. And I mean, for what, 25 years, wages were frozen while everything escalated, while prices just escalated, benefits were taken away. You suddenly had to, you know, pay just astronomical prices for health care just to keep you getting to that nine to five. So one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about uh, uh, this and being a senior citizen is because there is a group, they call themselves the Senior Citizens League, and they are pressuring Congress to in to initiate another stimulus check for senior citizens. And they want an additional $1,400, additional $1,400 stimulus check sent to senior citizens. And I am all for that. And, you know, at one time I wrote about universal basic income. And I think uh, some of you might remember presidential candidate Andrew um, Yang had uh, promised that a um, $1,000 stimulus check, that's one of the things he ran on, was getting a $1,000 stimulus check out to people um, in this country, and he felt that that would kind of equalize the um, financial instability. Well, I don't know about it equalizing the financial instability, but it would certainly help. And I have found that when I wrote about this, I actually said at the time, and this goes back, what, three years or something like that, I actually said at the time that I was all for it, for senior citizens and for single mothers struggling to take care of their kids, and I am still all for that. I just think that if you make under $75,000 a year, that that $1,000 uh, a month um, check will go a long way and why we can't get that done is just beyond me because the prices, and I think everyone would agree with that, whether you are in the workforce, whether you make $100,000 a year, $50,000 a year, or, or even more, I think everyone will agree that the prices are just off the charts. Well, for a senior citizen who isn't working and has to depend on that once a month check that comes in the mail, it has become a food line. And no senior citizen deserves to be on a food line. The bottom line to me, folks, is we have a lot of wealthy corporations out here, a lot of wealthy people um, who own these corporations. And they're only like that because we, as senior citizens during our working years, worked and supported this company. That's the reason why all these companies exist, whether it's Walmart, Home Depot, Target, or any of the other big name companies, they exist because senior citizens at one time worked there or shopped there, thereby supporting this company. So how is it possible that we could get to the end 
and really have to choose between things such as food and medication. How is that possible? You know, in how is it possible that they did not, though the powers that be, did not know that this would be, that this would happen? And I think that's one of the frustrating things to me about politicians, the way things are in the way things are done in this country, because it's not like that in other countries. In other countries and many other countries, you know, older people are revered, but not here in the United States. It's almost as if you get to a certain period or a certain point and they just, you know, throw, throw you away, you know. And what is, is so disturbing to me about this let me go back to that example of that 71-year-old man who was looking for and desperately looking for a job. He just needed a job. He was just overwhelmed with, um, in his particular case, mortgage, uh, you know, uh, medication, food. He was just overwhelmed with it, and he couldn't find a job. And it wasn't because, as he said, he wasn't qualified for it or he didn't have the stamina for it. It was simply because he was 71 years old and they felt that he was too old even though of course discrimination laws prevent you know the person interviewing you from for saying you know from saying such a thing but that is really what it what it was and you know when you think about that you know and you really think what's so crazy about all of this is all the a lot of these politicians a lot of these um, owners of businesses a lot of the people who are making these decisions are older than you you know it's it's they're older than you and somehow or another they can go to the office every day they can sit with clear minds make these decisions etc cetera, etc cetera, but not you you know you're washed up used up or or or, or whatever the case may be you know, I people sometimes say to me, well, you know, you have an odd way of looking at things. But I look at this um, uh, situation with seniors right now, and I look at the fact that, you know, baby boomers and the data and research on baby boomers didn't leave any doubt that at one point this country was going to be old and the majority of the citizens were going to be older. We have been facing the same crisis, food shortages, medication too high, housing unaffordable. We've been facing all this with senior citizens for as long as I can remember. And really nothing has been done. And I ain't going for the nonsense about, you know, they build, you know, you know, six affordable units here, 12 affordable units here. They put up a building with 25 apartments here. We have, we have thousands. We have thousands. And essentially what they're saying, no matter what you think, is that this is this is it for you. You know, there won't be any affordable housing. Have you checked out the waiting list for senior citizens? I mean, what are they talking? Years. You're listening to Real Talk, Real People, the podcast that turns the mic over to everyday people. You're already old. How long do they think you can hold on? So I think my mo most important point is that there just doesn't seem to be any relief for senior citizens. It's really kind of disturbing to listen to the politicians talk about stimulus money um, 
and all of these other breaks and so forth and so on for families and children and so forth, which are totally deserved and totally needed. That's not my argument here. My argument here is that senior citizens who are just as vulnerable are left out of the conversation. I don't, I, you know, I can't subscribe to that at all. And so that's why I say, come on, bring this $1,400 stimulus check on and let's revisit universal basic income because otherwise I don't know what's going on. I mean, for many senior citizens, you can't even afford to pay your insurance, you know, your burial insurance. You know, things are just out of control, folks. And if you are a senior citizen, really right now, you know, unless you have been in that situation where, you know, there's plenty of money at the end, you're struggling. And I don't feel that there is should be any reason why senior citizens should struggle at the level we are struggling. It doesn't take a genius. We have so much money through Social Security, just so much money. And let me get back into another thing before I conclude this. I'm not going again for the nonsense that we should have saved. You can't save when there is nothing to save. When your wages have been frozen for decades, when your benefits have been stripped, and you're left pretty much with a weak paycheck against the forces of the basics or the cost of the basics, you're, you're just in a no-win situation. And this thing about, you know, you should should have got a better job. You should have done this. You should have done that. We all know for a, a large percentage of people, it's nonsense. There's only but so many good jobs out here and, you know, what are considered to be good jobs. But, you know, I don't look at things that way. If nothing else, the pandemic proved to us that all jobs, all jobs are needed here. All jobs benefit society. But again, for senior citizens, it just doesn't seem that there is a break for us on any level. Not rent, not food, not electricity, not gas, not cable, not even phone. Though I think for um, there are some companies that do have a senior, you know, they do offer very, very low cost um, mobile rates. But Again, the big thing is that senior citizens are getting to the end of their lives, and it's not a very pleasant end. Senior citizens shouldn't be stressed out by the cost of just living day to day. And when we do, there's something really seriously wrong with the way this country is set up. I'm James Walker, and that is my opinion. Please join us again next week when we introduce a new addition to Real Talk, Real People. It's called Adversary to Ally. And we will follow that conversation up with a look at crime, shootings, and the violence that is going on with juvenile offenders. Have a good week, folks. You've been listening to Real Talk, Real People. If you would like to be on the show, have a comment about the show, or perhaps you have an idea that the show should explore, give us a call at 203-605-1859 or email us at realtalkrealpeoplect at gmail.com. And remember, start your Mondays right here at 
Real talk, real people. Have a good week, folks. We'll talk again next week.